Hello and thanks for joining. Open your Bible to Genesis chapter 50, the uh, last uh, chapter in the book of Genesis. Uh, open your Bible to Genesis chapter 50. Today's lesson is titled The Death of Israel. Genesis 50, let's read along. Genesis 50 Joseph threw himself upon his father and wept over him and kissed him. Then Joseph directed the physicians in his service to embalm his father Israel. So the physicians embalmed him, taking a full forty days, for that was the time required for embalming. And the Egyptians mourned for him seventy days. When the days of mourning had passed, Joseph said to Pharaoh's court, If I have found favor in your eyes, speak to Pharaoh for me, tell him. My father made me swear an oath and said, I am about to die. Bury me in the tomb I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now let me go up and bury my father. Then I will return. Pharaoh said, Go up and bury your father, as he made you swear to do. So Joseph went up to bury his father. All Pharaoh's officials accompanied him, the dignitaries of his court and all the dignitaries of Egypt besides all the members of Joseph's household and his brothers and those belonging to his father's household. Only their children and their flocks and herds were left in Goshen. Chariots and horsemen also went up with him. It was a very large company. When they reached the threshing floor of Atad near the Jordan, they lamented loudly and bitterly, and there Joseph observed a seventy-day period of mourning for his father, when the Canaanites who lived there saw the morning at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, The Egyptians are holding a solemn ceremony of mourning. That is why that place near the Jordan is called Abel Mizraim. So Jacob's sons did as he had commanded them. They carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Mapilania Mamre, which Abraham had bought as a burial place from Ephron the Hittite along with the field. After burying his father, Joseph returned to Egypt, together with his brothers and all the others who had gone with him to bury his father. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, What if Joseph holds a grudge against us and pays us back for all the wrongs we did to him? So they sent word to Joseph, saying, Your father left these instructions before he died. This is what you are to say to Joseph. I ask you, to forgive your brothers the sins and the wrongs they committed in treating you so badly. Now please, forgive the sins of the servants of the God of your father. When their message came to him, Joseph wept. His brothers then came and threw themselves down before him. We are your slaves, they said. But Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid. Am I in the place of God? You intended to harm me, but God intended it for good, to accomplish what is now being done, the saving of many lives. So then, don't be afraid. I will provide for you and your children. And he reassured them and spoke kindly to them. Joseph stayed in Egypt, along with all his father's family. He lived a hundred and ten years, 
and saw the third generation of Ephraim's children, also the children of Machir, son of Manasseh, were placed at birth on Joseph's knees. Then Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will surely come to your aid and take you up out of this land to the land he promised on oath to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And Joseph made the sons of Israel swear an oath and said, God will surely come to your aid, and then you must carry my bones up from this place. So Joseph died at the age of a hundred and ten, and after they embalmed him, he was placed in a coffin in Egypt. Now, if anyone has ever lost a loved one, uh, especially uh, your father or your mother, uh, you probably can understand what uh, the uh, twelve sons of Jacob are about to go through as uh, Israel has breathed his, uh, has breathed his last and they prepare to uh, uh, bury their father. So we start off this chapter by saying that Israel has died after blessing his sons and uh, Joseph has embalmed him. Now we look at verses one through three. Joseph fell on his father's face and wept over him and kissed him. And Joseph commanded his servants, the physicians, to embalm his father. So the physicians embalmed Israel. Now, 40 days were required for it, for such is the period required for embalming, and the Egyptians wept for him 70 days. Now, in the custom of uh, Egypt, as we, as we have seen uh, uh, maybe a few times throughout this chapter, this is uh, how they preserve a body. They take 40 days to embalm it, and that is what is being done to Jacob here. Now, uh, jo Joseph asked the household of Pharaoh to ask him for permission to bury his father. Notice verses 4 and 5. And when the days of mourning for him were past, Joseph spoke to the household of Pharaoh, saying, If now I have found favor in your sight, please speak to Pharaoh, saying, My father made me swear, saying, Behold, I am about to die in my grave, uh, which I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. There you shall bury me. Now, therefore, please let me go up and bury my father. Then I will return. So we see that even after all of these years and with Joseph really being second in command and uh, greater uh, gr as great as Pharaoh with exception to the throne, he still has to ask Pharaoh's permission to leave the land. Now, Pharaoh grants Joseph this permission. Uh, we see this in verse six. Pharaoh said, go up and bury your father as he made you swear. So uh, Pharaoh passes the permission on to Joseph to do as he as he said he would. Now, Joseph and his brothers buried Jacob. Notice verses 7 through 11. So Joseph went up to bury his father, and with him went up all the servants of Pharaoh, the elders of his household, and all the elders of the land of Egypt. And all the household of Joseph and his brothers and his father's household, they left only their little ones and their flocks and their herds in the land of Goshen. There also went up with him both chariots and horsemen, and it was a very great company. When they came to the, uh, to the threshing floor of Atad, which is beyond the Jordan, they lamented there with a, a very great and uh, sorrowful lamentation. He observed seven days of mourning for his father. Now, when the inhabitants of the land, the Canaanites, saw the mourning at the threshing floor of Atad, they said, this is a grievous mourning for the Egyptians. Therefore, it was named 
a Bel Mizraim, which is beyond the Jordan. Now, a Bel Mizraim, Hebrew uh, H67, is Meadows of Egypt, and uh, this is east of Jordan. Now, uh, Jacob is buried. We see this in verses uh, 12 through 14. And thus his sons did for him as he had charged them. For his sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave of the field of Machpelah before Mamrah, which Abraham had brought along with uh, the field for a burial site from, uh, Eph uh, from e I'm sorry, Ephron the Hittite. And after he had buried his father, Joseph returned to Egypt, he and his brothers and all who had gone up with him to bury his father. Okay, now Joseph is dead. I'm sorry. Now Jacob is dead. The ten brothers who did Joseph wrong are concerned that uh, Joseph may turn on them. Look at verse 15. When Joseph's brothers saw that their father was dead, they said, What if Joseph should bear a grudge against us and pay us back in full for all the wrong which we did to him? Now, as you can uh, tell, uh, at least um, at least from my opinion, Jacob's brothers who uh, did him wrong all those years ago are still thinking about that. They're still, I mean, this is some 37 years later. And they're still thinking about the fact that Joseph may be upset with them and he may have just been biding his time waiting for Jacob to die. Now, Joseph's brothers make up a story that Jacob told them in order uh, to pull at Joseph's heartstrings. Uh, look at verses 16 and 17. So they send a message to Joseph saying, Your father charged before he died, saying, Thus you shall say to Joseph, Please Forgive, I beg you, the transgression of your brothers and their sin, for they did you wrong. And now, please forgive the transgression of the servants of the God of your father. And Joseph wept uh, when they spoke to him. Uh, Joseph wept because uh, he was very hurt uh, over his brothers, thinking he would harm them. Uh, so, uh, even after all that has gone down, even after all that God has uh, blessed them with, and uh, they knowing that Joseph has his fear of the Lord, they still have to come up with a uh, made up story to make Joseph feel sorry to believe that Jacob is the one who asked him this. I believe this is why Joseph uh, uh, weeps here. Now, Joseph reassures his brothers that uh, he has forgiven them. Uh, notice verses 18 through 21. Then his brothers also came and fell down before him and said, Behold, we are your servants. But Joseph said to them, Do not be afraid, for I, for am I in the place of God? And as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people's lives. So therefore, do not be afraid. I will provide for you and your little ones. So he comforted them and spoke kindly to them. Um, now, uh, Joseph says, uh, something very profound here when he said, God meant it for good in order to bring about this present result to preserve many people alive. Now, you see, uh, we have to remember that whenever things happen that are bad, God sees a thing through and he can make that thing, uh, through to his good. Uh, notice I didn't say for your good but for his good. And that's exactly what the Lord does here. Uh, uh, the Lord already knew that there was going to be, he wanted to keep that line of uh, Abraham going 
uh, that started with Noah after the flood and Joseph uh, is basically sent ahead from the evil of his brothers to preserve those lives. Uh, now it's time for Joseph to die. Uh, notice verses 22 through 26. Now Joseph stayed in Egypt. He and his father's household and Joseph lived 110 years. And Joseph saw the third generation of Ephraim's sons, also the sons of Machar, the, the son of Manasseh were born on Joseph's knee. And Joseph said to his brothers, I am about to die, but God will surely take care of you and bring you up from this land to the land which he promised an oath to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Then Joseph made the sons of Israel swear, saying, God will surely take care of you, and you shall carry my bones up from here. So Joseph died at the age of 110 years, and he was embalmed and placed in a coffin in Egypt. Uh, now, uh, when it says that Joseph spoke to his brothers, it does not say which ones. Uh, so we are left to assume that some of the older brothers are uh, still alive. Now, uh, notice in verse 25 that Joseph says, you shall carry my bones up from here. Now, when did this happen? Well, uh, uh, let's look at three different places. Turn to Exodus 13. Turn a few chapters to the right to Exodus 13. And let's look at verse 19. Exodus 13, 19. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with him, for he had made the sons of Israel solemnly swear, saying, God shall surely take care of you, and you shall carry my bones from here with you. All right. Now let's go to a couple of books to the right to Joshua. All right. Joshua 24 is where we're going. Joshua 24 and look at verse 32. Now they buried the bones of Joseph, which the sons of Israel brought up from Egypt at Shechem, in the piece of ground which Jacob had brought from the sons of Hamor, the father of Shechem, for 100 pieces of money. And they became the inheritance of Joseph's sons. All right. Now, let's look at another place. Go to the New Testament and let go to the book of Hebrews. And we're going to Hebrews 11. Okay. Hebrews 11 and verse 22. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying made mention of the exodus of the sons of Israel and gave orders concerning his bones. Now we see that Joseph was speaking of the time when the children of Israel were going to leave Egypt when he uh, uh, made the promise to carry his uh, bones out. So uh, we have to believe that uh, if we're talking about the exodus, which is coming up next, this was something passed down from generation to generation. All right, people, that brings us to the end of Genesis chapter 50. It also brings us to the end of uh, the uh, book of Genesis. Uh, for those of you have, who have been uh, riding along, uh, remember, we're going chronologically through the uh, Bible. So uh, at some point, you will see uh, books starting to cross because it's going through a time frame but for the book of genesis we see took us right through chapters 1 through 50 thanks for listening god bless